as uh, MPs, in our capacity as MPs, uh, it's important for appropriate next steps in the House to be taken. And I think that is our immediate focus. And as a government, we're going to be very thoughtful about any further steps. Okay, sorry is one thing, uh, but action is entirely a different thing. And one of the things that Jewish groups have been asking for is the release of 40-year-old documents that have been kept sealed by numerous governments and hold uh, information on suspected war criminals living in this country. And that number could be as high as 2,000. So when you go back in history, you know, we're telling shiploads of Jews trying to flee here for protection, and we're saying one is too many. And then we roll out the welcome mat to Nazis who were allowed in. And Krista Freeland and several MPs have been asked about those papers. Will you release those papers? And that was a non-answer. They refused to answer. And whether or not is it embarrassment that they're concerned about and all these other governments? Because the only, I think, way an apology actually means anything is putting transparency onto a very dark chapter of this country that a lot of people are only learning about now. Professor Erwin Kotler, a former Minister of Justice and International Chair of the Raoul Wallenberg Center, also Canada's Special Envoy for Preserving Holocaust Remembrance and Combating Anti-Semitism, joining us now. Great to have you. Good to speak with you. Um, you know, the, these papers um, are just, I think, kind of coming into the picture uh, for a lot of people who didn't have any idea and weren't maybe around for those days uh, when the Mulroney government uh, looked into this, uh, I guess, particular chapter. What would we learn from, from those papers? Well, you know, the, the stories are actually, and the facts are actually are quite shocking. In 1948, in the immediate aftermath of the Holocaust, uh, the Canadian government was already acquiescing uh, to a UK memorandum that had gone out that said, quote, the time had come to bury the past and to put an end to bringing Nazi work on the justice. So while uh, Holocaust uh, survivors were languishing in different parts of Europe and seeking to come uh, to Canada. Uh, we were saying we have to put an end to bringing Nazi war crimes to justice and not open uh, the gates. In fact, in the 50s, uh, there were secret Canadian government orders and councils, a cabinet memorandum quashing judicial deportation orders against uh, Nazis living in Canada at the same time as these uh, orders in council uh, were keeping out Jews, which led yeah. Professor Irving Abella to say at the time that it was easier to get into Canada after the Second World War if you were uh, a Nazi than if you were a Jew. And this process continued. In 1962, a cabinet memorandum uh, decried the calls of, by Canadian Jews to bring Nazi world to justice as being racism, uh, comparing it to the racism of the Nazis, astonishing as that may seem, and in 1981, as late as 1981, another cabinet memorandum said there are no uh, Nazi war criminals in Canada, and in any case, it wouldn't make a difference uh, because there are no uh, legal remedies uh, to bring them uh, to justice. And so uh, <clears throat> the Descent Commission of Inquiry exposed uh, the, this record and called for the bring them Nazi war criminals to justice, but regrettably, even though there were a panoply of remedies, criminal and 
civil recommended by the Shen Commission, uh, they were never put into place, and no Nazi war criminals were ever uh, criminally prosecuted. It's it's stunning. It's not for certainly lack of trying on on your behalf and other other uh, voices. Uh, Mr. Mulroney brought in legislation that equipped our courts to be able to deal with these kinds of cases, and and to hear that not even I, I think maybe they attempted to get one case, but the fact that no one has been prosecuted under this uh, begs the question: Why? Why? Why not even try? It feels like they just well, didn't want. They wanted to put the action. They wanted to put the words out, but not followed by action. Well, that's why it's so important now to uh, open up uh, the archives, uh, to bring the redacted copies of the Descent uh, Commission out into the open, to abide by the uh, principle of uh, transparency, which is the principle with respect to access to such uh, Holocaust uh, archives, so that we can finally uh, learn uh, the truth and learn the uh, sordid truth, really, about how we were keeping uh, Holocaust survivors out at the same time as we were not uh, prosecuting Nazi war criminals, but that even after the Deschen uh, Commission, uh, the necessary action that the commission recommended simply was not ever uh, really undertaken. And so I think we need to uh, abide by the principle of, of openness, of transparency. It's a fundamental principle of the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance that we are uh, members of. And the time has come uh, for the sunlight of disinfectant mm -hmm. uh, to be shone on our own history so that we can learn the proper lessons and take the necessary actions. Yeah, I, I absolutely um, agree with you. Now, like we, we spoke with someone from North Bay a little bit earlier, uh, one of the very few Jews that lives um, in North Bay who did get a, a, a phone call from Mr. Rhoda and an apology. You know, it's, it's hard to believe when you speak with the locals, um, you know, they know the family very well, um, you know, of this man and their upright, uh, in, integrity, uh, philanthropic people. They're well liked in the area and no one had a clue. Are, were these people uh, Mr. Kotler brought in and basically told to shut up and just blend in? I mean, how is it that so few are even known and it's just kind of coming to light now? We've had people who have been given the Order of Canada and no one had a clue that they were part of a Nazi uh, unit. So how did they just kind of blend in? Well, it, it was that, you know, that ideology that I mentioned took place immediately after the Second World War, astonishingly as it sounds, uh, when the refrain was, the time has come to bury the past. Yeah. This was in 1948 in a communique acquiesced into by the uh, Canadian government at the time. So uh, we were taking that position then mm. uh, that we should not take any action against suspected Nazi war criminals. And so it's not surprising that they then were uh, allowed to come into this country, as I said, at the same time as we were keeping the Holocaust survivors out. And that sordid history continued until the whole thing was exposed by the Descent Commission. But after having been exposed, we still didn't take the necessary action and have still not, uh, in fact, opened up the full archives of the Descent Commission so that we can learn the necessary lessons. And the, all this has allowed, in fact, the uh, Putin government uh, to further weaponize the denazification uh, campaign and to try to <clears throat> vindicate their criminal aggression in Ukraine by saying this is part of a denazification campaign. Mm -hmm. So we compound one falsehood with another. And what we should be doing now in the matter of, of Russia's criminal aggression 
in Ukraine, we should be establishing an independent international tribunal to bring Putin and Russian leaders to justice for that criminal aggression. But here, too, uh, we've been wanting in that as well. So the time has come for us to begin to put into practice uh, our uh, priorities and our principles while we articulate them. We're not implementing them. And that's both with respect to suspected Nazi war criminals in the past and with respect to uh, war criminals of today. Absolutely. Uh, talk is cheap. Just before I let you go, Mr. Kotler, have you spoke with, uh, spoken with the prime minister and does he understand the gravity uh, of the situation? Well, I, I've conveyed uh, my views. Uh, I also spoke uh, briefly with uh, our Deputy Prime Minister, Christia uh, Freeland, and I'm going to be meeting shortly with the uh, new Minister of Justice, with whom I've already had uh, conversations. So the, <clears throat> these representations uh, will continue. I'm uh, concluding my own mandate now as mm. a special envoy with respect to uh, combating anti-Semitism and preserving Holocaust remembrance. But there'll be an excellent uh, replacement coming in. The work still has to be done, so right. I'll still be around. And I'm hoping that the necessary action uh, to further both transparency and truth and accountability will be taken. 100%. Uh, words mean nothing. It has to be about action. Uh, very much appreciate your time on this. We'll continue talking about it. Thank you so much. Not at all. And good speaking with you. Absolutely. That is Erwin uh, Kotler, who's done a lifetime of work on this and uh, fought like hell when he was justice minister um, in the Liberal Party to get things done. And, and you know, it's not like people weren't brought. Simon Wiesenthal brought 250 Nazis, the names, to our government. Lots of blame to go around. They did nothing. So the papers are the least of what we can get.